0: Chapter 19 The Graveside and a Letter to My Baby We buried baby Kevin on May 19, 2012. We woke up that morning to all our balloons we'd filled with helium and letters the night before, laying on the ground. I didn't know what to do. The balloon launch was an important part of the graveside. Kevin's dad suggested we pop the balloons and put the letters in an envelope and put the envelope in the casket. Kevin went to Walmart and bought a helium tank and more balloons to fill once we arrived at the cemetery. We pulled into the mortuary parking lot at 9 a.m. I was going to see baby Kevin one more time so my brother Rob and brother-in-law Scott could meet him. Darren, our family friend, and the funeral director would seal the casket when we were finished. The night before, the children and Kevin didn't think they wanted to see him again, but when we arrived at the mortuary, Kevin told them, If anyone would like to see baby Kevin one more time, this is your last chance. I went in first and when I glanced behind me, they were all there following me. I was so happy they decided to come. Everyone had an opportunity to hold him again. My dad came too. After my brothers and dad left, Kevin gave a family prayer. It was a beautiful moment. Our entire family gathered in prayer. We took one more family picture. No planning went into the photo a few of the girls were still wearing the curlers they'd worn to bed and lily was wearing her pajamas but it didn't matter we put the letters and a fishing lure we are a fishing family in the casket but then i was horrified at the possibility of one of the hooks poking him so we ended up covering each hook with the plastic backs to my earrings they worked perfectly darren sealed the casket and my boys carried their brother to our car When my Grandpa Moon learned of our baby's diagnosis months earlier, he offered the other half of his son Boyd's grave, who had died as an infant. He was buried in Millad, Idaho, about two hours north of our home in Salt Lake. My mom was raised there, and I was born there. Initially, I thought I wanted him buried closer to us. But as time passed, I knew Millad was the right place, where he would be surrounded by many family members who I loved. I think one of the things I appreciated most about this day was that nothing was rushed. We kept the service small, inviting only our immediate families, Marcy and Grandpa Moon. When everyone arrived, we took pictures, since I knew I'd be in no mood to do it after the service. Our boys looked so handsome, carrying their brother from the car to the grave. Kevin's dad conducted, and we began by singing How Firm a Foundation, followed by a beautiful opening prayer by Kevin's brother, Steve. Emmy shared a scripture she chose from the Book of Mormon in Mosiah, chapter 4, verse 9. Believe in God. Believe that He is and that He created all things, both in heaven and in earth. Believe that He has all wisdom and all power, both in heaven and in earth. Believe that man doth not comprehend all the things which the Lord can comprehend. Then I shared my letter to baby Kevin. My dear, sweet baby Kevin, You and I have quite the history together. I've been looking forward to your arrival for almost eight years. I had no idea how long it would take to get you here, the amount of girls who needed to come before you, or how hard you'd have to fight to make it to our family. Your time on Earth was so short. I wanted to tell you so many things that I wasn't able to. I wanted to tell you how much I love you, how grateful I am to be your mother, and how thankful I am for all you've given me over the years. You've blessed my life in so many ways. Because of you, my faith in and understanding of our Savior's atonement has grown. My testimony of prayer and personal revelation has been strengthened. Because of you, I've seen the hand of the Lord in my life and the life of our family. Because of you, I've seen the Christ-like love of others who have reached out to comfort, support, and encourage our family. Because of you, our family is stronger and our faith is firm in our Heavenly Father's plan. Because of you, I appreciate each one of your brothers and sisters more, and I try every day to be a better wife and mother. I had hoped to have a little more time to get to know you, but as I thought about it, I learned quite a bit about you during the months you were growing inside me. I remember driving with Dakota to the orthodontist one day. I was singing the words to your song in my head, When I would sing your song, I usually pictured our family singing it to you. But this particular day, you let me know that this song was your song because it was your testimony. You know you belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You know who you are. You know God's plan and you are following him in faith. You believe in your savior, Jesus Christ. You honor his name. You do what is right. You follow his light, his truth you will proclaim. I knew that day, the spirit inside me, your spirit was incredibly strong and faithful and that you had a special purpose to fulfill. Another thing I learned about you is that you were concerned about me. You always wanted me to know you were okay. You were the most active baby of all your brothers and sisters. And anytime I would wonder if you were all right, within seconds of the thought, I'd feel a kick or some other movement letting me know you were alive and well. I learned you were determined and strong-willed. You most definitely were determined to come to Earth and get a body. It is a miracle you made it full-term, given all your physical challenges. You are a fighter, and I thank you for fighting so hard to be born into our family. I think about how hard and how long you cried shortly after you were born. I kept talking to you, trying to calm you down, but as I think back on it now, I have no doubt you didn't want to be quieted. You wanted everyone to know you made it, and oh the things you could have told us if only you were able to talk. I need to thank you for blessing the lives of your brothers and sisters. Last fall, I remember offering a heartfelt prayer to my Heavenly Father. I asked that my children might come to know their Savior while they were young, so that they'd know they could who they could turn to for help when they needed it. It was just a few months later that we learned of all your physical challenges. Our journey with you has been an answer to that prayer as I've watched each member of our family grow closer to Jesus Christ. I want you to know how much I love your daddy. I was so happy when he told me he'd like to give you his name. Your daddy is a good man who loves the Lord, honors his priesthood, and takes such good care of our family. You are also named after your Grandpa Dave. He too is a wonderful man who you can be proud to be named after. Heavenly Father has been so good to me. He's blessed me with the gospel of Jesus Christ in my life and a wonderful family. He blessed me with you. And although I had to give you back to him for now, know that I look forward to raising you one day. I'll miss you and I'll think about you every day until then. I love you, mom. I considered having Kevin read it because I wasn't sure I could do it, but I wanted to be the one to say those words to my boy and I got through it. After I finished, Jackson dedicated the grave. It was the sweetest, most heartfelt prayer I have ever heard. When he finished, he was sobbing, and he hugged and he hugged Kevin and me. He was so overcome with emotion. Little Dakota was sobbing as well. They were both so excited to have another brother. All the children were. As hard as it was to watch our children grieve, We knew it was good for them to experience those emotions and not hold it all in. Mindy brought a basket full of Kleenex packets and I think everyone went through at least one of them. I was so grateful my Grandpa Moon could be there. He stood by me throughout the entire service. He'll never know how thankful we are to him for giving us the gravesite. My Grandma Moon is buried right next to baby Kevin, and one day Grandpa Moon will be buried there too. It is such a beautiful little cemetery, and it makes me happy to think of him there. After Jackson dedicated the grave, Emmy, Chloe, Gracie, and my niece, Caitlin, played baby Kevin's song on their violins. It was perfect. Towards the end, we all sang the song with them. Kevin's dad said a few words, and then my brother, Rob, gave the closing prayer. We passed the balloons around and it was a beautiful thing to watch the blue, light blue and white balloons fill the sky. Everyone left for the restaurant except our little family. We took a few minutes to share our feelings. Chloe told us how all of this had helped her appreciate her brothers and sisters more. Kevin talked about how important it is that we all work to be better so we can be with baby Kevin one day. I told them how much I loved each of them. The boys went over to the casket one more time. Jackson lingered to say a few words and I watched the tears fall down his cheeks as he spoke to his brother. We joined the others at the dude ranch and Milad for lunch. Everyone was starving after such an emotional afternoon. They serve all sorts of comfort food and it was just what everyone needed. We decided that day we would start a tradition of going to the dude ranch every time we went to visit the grave. End of chapter 19. I mentioned that we sang the song, How Firm a Foundation at the graveside. And that is a song that's really special to our family. If you aren't familiar with the words, I've included a link in the notes. But my grandmother, my grandma Emmy, she lost her husband to cancer, my grandfather, when my dad was nine. And my dad shares the story of how one night, you know, the whole family was grieving and, and one night he was sitting with his mother and she sang, they sang together, How Firm a Foundation. And the words to that song are beautiful. It just talks about how our hope is grounded in Jesus Christ. And one verse in particular I love and I would repeat in my mind often through the pregnancy was fear not I am with thee oh be not dismayed for I am thy God and will still give thee aid I will strengthen thee help thee and cause thee to stand and then it goes on Um, but I really held to those words and our family did too and our family has you know for it started with with that night with my dad and my grandmother and that song, bringing them comfort. Also, one just little side thing is, years after uh, we lost the baby for my husband's birthday, and I don't remember which one, we decided that we were going to go up to Malad and purchase two burial plots. We wanted to be eventually buried next to him, or near him. And so we went up to the city offices, and they laid out the you know, available plots and the pricing and we were shocked to find out that it was, you could buy an entire eight plot, you know, square for $500. And so we bought eight like that. I don't know if any of you have priced burial plots, but that price is unheard of. So, and it, you know, it's this little cemetery in Malad, Idaho. So there might not be a lot of, uh, demand for there but um, so we bought these eight plots so they're not right next to him but they are not far and oh it's such a beautiful cemetery so I don't know who will need them uh, but we've we've got them and my husband and I plan to be buried there as well